Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is, I guess it's a Wednesday today. we. Well, the inflation numbers came in, and they were looking pretty awful. Uh, it is not... Uh, it is not the kind of numbers that you wanted to see. Uh, inflation uh, up 9.1% in June, the most since November of 1981. And boy, I remember that. I, I remember that. Believe it or not, I'm old enough to remember what it was like. Uh, we had gas lines. It was Jimmy Carter. Um, kind of similar to this administration. Um, kind of feckless. Uh, not really... Doing the right thing, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so you know, we. Uh, I one thing is good. Uh, I did pay a little bit less at the pump today. It was exciting. I paid four bucks a gallon here in Dallas. It was an, a grand opening special for a new Murphy Oil <laughs> location. Uh, just a little aside, not not really uh, very exciting there. But uh, I was excited not to pay five dollars. That's for sure. <laughs> Um, just, uh, you know, again, it's just, uh, it's just looking like, you know, we're just going to have more inflation. I mean, uh, the CPI inflation rate spiked at 9.1% in June and, uh, it was up from May's 8.6% and it's a 40 year high and, uh, you know, it's a uh, core inflation, which, uh, it doesn't include energy and food. Uh, went down to 5.9%. But does that really matter if you can't fill up your car? I don't know if it does or not. Not looking too excellent there. Not looking good. Um, so, you know, it's just uh, it's just tough all over. Well, there is one stock that did, uh, you know, that is the stock of the day. This is the IBD stock of the day. And it is... Hershey's HSY. Now, I had a short on this one. I had to cut it short because it was going in the wrong direction. But I guess, you know, when everything is going, you know, when everything else is going bad, Hershey's is selling because, you know, hey, <laughs> you know, there's there's one little thing in the world that this doesn't change, and that's Hershey's. Um, would I buy this thing? Well, it's getting near a cup with handle buy point, uh, and that would be at 222.75. Currently, it's at 220.67, and uh, what's great about it is it's got relative strength at all new all-time highs. And and interesting thing, the kind of the necessity stocks are are faring pretty well. Um, that of course is the you know the uh, consumer uh, staples, um, some of the medical stocks. It, you know, it's just been a tough row out there all the way around. Let's take a look at the live chart uh, here on that and uh, see if you know. If uh, you know if we can if we can take a take a look at it, basically, relative strength at near an all time high, ninety five. This is one of the things you want to always look for if you're looking for a stock is you want to see it moving up in terms of the relative strength. And boy, it definitely is. There's no question about it. Uh, it is sort of kind of stuck here. It it hopefully will come above this this buy point. Now I think that it might be a buy. Now I wouldn't be buying a ton of it here. I can tell you that, but. Uh, in this kind of market, this is the kind of thing you got to look for. Uh, it is something like Hershey's that probably will do well. Let's look at the checklist on this just to see how good it is. Well, it's pretty darn good. It's got an 89 checklist, and and with the other stocks out there, they just aren't doing that well. Tech, of course, is terrible, but uh, you know, chocolate. 
<laughs> that wins. That wins. Um, this is a very defensive stock. Don't expect this one to go to the moon, obviously. Uh, the sales uh, percentage increase, not spectacular. Um, but, you know, at least it isn't going down. I mean, that's definitely the case here. So um, they had a nice little bump last quarter, up 15%, but their profits are up 32%. I, I think the reason for this is that the bars are getting smaller and the costs are getting higher. So, But anyways, this is the stock of the day, Hershey's. It's definitely actionable uh, right here. So, you know, it's right at the pivot. So you definitely could buy it. Now, currently in the small portfolio, I only have one stock. Can you believe that? Just one stock. I bought it for three thirty, and it is currently three twenty-five. So go figure. The rest of the rest of everything that I've got is in cash, uh, just because it is looking better that way. Uh, definitely all in cash. Uh, we're down a slad, a tight, a tad on this one. Uh, I have a spot set on this one at three sixteen. Uh, let's jump on over to the live chart for. McKesson MCK, and that of course is the um, the biggest drug distributor in the world. Is McKesson? Let's first look at, look at the daily chart on this one and uh, see. All right, so here we go. This is the chart for McKesson. As you can see, we're coming up to the buy point. The buy point three thirty eight eighty three. We're at three twenty five. So. You know, I bought it, and then <laughs> I bought it, and then, you know, it, it went back. So let's take a look. I'm going to put the marks on it. These are my markups. I do this just so that I can see kind of where I bought it. But this is where I bought it on the 8th of July, just a few days ago, uh, about five days ago. I bought it at 3.30, just a half a position. As you can see, I bought it there, and then it retreated, and then it looks like it's bounced off the... 21-day line. Hopefully that's the case here. Uh, it's got a pretty good checklist. Um, it's it's uh, failing in two areas, but it's got an 80, 80, a 78% checklist, which I think is pretty good in this market. Uh, and look at the technicals. Basically, we are just slightly below the 10-day line, and, uh, and we're above the 21, uh, 50, and 200. So it does look like we're probably going to get a bounce here, hopefully higher, um, the relative strength looks very, very good, and especially against the S&P 500. This black line here, of course, is the S&P 500, and it's headed down, and the relative strength against the S&P 500, of course, uh, is headed up. So this is the only stock I have currently, long. Uh, everything else are shorts, and uh, eh, they're, doing, they're mixed today. I wouldn't say they're great, uh, but uh, they are up a little bit, just a tad. Um, and uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, here is Bitcoin. And I think that this is one thing that definitely is worth looking at. Uh, Bitcoin, of course, has a technical sell recommendation on it. So you probably don't want to be buying it right here. We are getting some support right about 20000 on Bitcoin. But this is a chart that you can see of Bitcoin since the first of the year. And it's, it's pretty awful. I mean... Uh, Basically going down from about 47,000 all the way down to 20. So it has lost more than 50% of its value, about 60% of its value just in the first six months of the year. So not a very good situation for Bitcoin. Now, would I be buying Bitcoin here? Probably not. 
I think it's going to go below. Uh, now, there's a key level on Bitcoin, and that, of course, is 16,000. If Bitcoin drops below 16,000, Michael Saylor, who is the CEO of MicroStrategy, one of the big software companies, who actually has a lot of Bitcoin, will have a margin call. And when he has a margin call, that means that there's going to be further selling pressure. So if this goes below 16, the next stop down is probably 11,000. I think that, uh, and I've been saying this for a while, I think that Bitcoin could easily go to 8,000. And, um, you know, I hope it doesn't, but uh, that's kind of what it's looking like. Just a whole lot of pressure on Bitcoin. And, uh, you know, it's tough to <laughs> tough to play when, you know, everybody's trying to sell it. So it uh, Bitcoin has failed in terms of being a hedge against inflation. It really isn't, uh, unfortunately. It very much, very much mirrors the, um, the NASDAQ and especially the top tech stocks right in that area. So tech stocks are not doing well. And, uh, of course, Bitcoin is not doing well either. Um, here's another interesting chart that I just put together. This is on bond ETFs. Now, the question is, you know, you're asking, well, Jim, you're all in cash. Yes, I am. And I'm not, you know, I don't like being all in cash because uh, it is moving a little bit down. What I'm intending to do is probably look at possibly going into the TBT. What this is, is uh, this is a graph. The, the black line here, of course, is the, uh, the, the bond index. This is the uh, ETF that covers that, the TLT. It's been going down since the for, um, beginning of the year, but the TBT, which is an inverse of the bond index, that's been going up. So I do think that as interest rates go up, the value of the TBT goes down. Now, this is kind of weird, but uh, if you remember back in your college finance class, you know that uh, when interest rates go up, the value of bonds go down. And that's definitely been the case with the TLT. That's the ETF that covers the bond index. But with the TBT, of course, is the inverse of that. It's the 2x inverse of that. And that's been going up. So I probably, and I haven't really uh, put anything in this. I'm just waiting for the right moment on this one. But the TBT, let's take a look at the live chart on this one. Uh, the TBT, uh, let's yeah, there we go. There's the TBT. And as you can see, um, I have a few marks on it. Let's kind of get that busy buddy stuff out of there because, you know, it's hard to see it when, when I have a marked up chart, kind of see the exact thing. But but basically, uh, the TBT has pulled back down to that 50-day line. And then I think they're going to get some support there and hopefully going, going higher. Now, one thing that I, I'm not ready to buy it yet, and the reason I'm not is because even though the relative strength is an upward trend. The, the last, basically, month or so has been a downward trend on the relative strength. So I want to see this thing uh, start to move upwards. And I do think that's going to happen. But right now, this is on a watch list. So basically, where I'm at with the TBT is uh, I'm, I'm watch listing it at this point. Um, And the reason I am, of course, is uh, is because uh, it's just not ready. The the uh, you know I want to see it. I want to see that relative strength line start to point up. Then I'm interested in coming into it. Obviously, if at the beginning of June that was a great time to buy the TBT, right there, because the the relative strength line made a very very nice move, uh, very very nice move up. So uh, that 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 indeed is a that is indeed is a good thing. And then of course it pulled back. And it's pulled down. So hopefully we'll get another bounce on that one. 
And I'm hoping because that's when I'm probably going to start taking some of my cash and just kind of storing it there in that TBT. So that's uh, sort of the, the long and the short of it. Let's uh, uh, get to some of the questions here. Thanks for holding everybody. So appreciate it. Always like it when you join the show. Thank you so much. Uh, all right. Let's look at the comments. Let's look at Tesla. Um, Sandeep wants to know what's going on with Tesla. I wish I could tell you uh, it's been a roller coaster ride. You know, I a year. Uh, I mean, I was I was uh, this this is the stock that really I did really really well on um, about eighteen months ago. Uh, if you look at some of my older videos, I, I was able to do very very well, and I just I haven't held it since I got since I got um, since I got stopped out uh, of it. It's just the problem is, you know, right now in this type of market, just not a great time to buy Tesla, unfortunately. It's down after hours. It was up today, a little bit of a dead cat bounce here, uh, but it's down after hours. Three, uh, it's down about four bucks out, down after hours. Here's the thing with Tesla. I definitely think that there is a support level uh, that we're going to see probably at, a, you know, the, the, the support level is about 620. I mean, can I throw the throw the line in here? That's a, that's about the support level for it. If it falls below this, and and it could reverse higher, but if it falls below the 620 level, I think we're going to see it move a lot lower. <laughs> I, I hate to tell you that uh, because I certainly do, I'm certainly not uh, you know I'm not in the uh, uh, I'm not against Tesla at all. But don't buy it here because it definitely looks like it's going to go lower. I think we're going to get some support at about 500. Uh, it just depends on how things go. Now, looking at, you know, look at the numbers. The numbers are pretty good. I mean, you know, look at that. Their sales are up a, a whopping 81%. This is very hard to do. Um, tremendous uh, up, upgrade in profits. Now, here's the problem going forward, though. And we've got earnings in seven days on Tesla. So here's the thing I'm thinking about Tesla. I believe that we may have a situation very, very shortly with Tesla uh, where where they miss their numbers and why? Because uh, I believe that the Shanghai facility is closed currently. So even though uh, Tesla, one of the good things is the order book for Tesla is full. It's a question of how quickly can they deliver. But right now, the stock. Remember, the stock's a forward-looking indicator, and right now the relative strength on this on on Tesla is flat. Uh, that's this blue line here. It's flat and actually starting to it's it, it just it just kind of just just flat. So right now I don't think it's the right time to buy it. I think that we need to wait to see some strength. I'm hoping to see some strength here, um, but it's just not the case. I mean, uh, right now we're we're basically at the 10 week line, and we are 21 percent below the 40 week line. So this is not very good. Right now, it's underperforming the rest of the market, and the market is not doing well either. <laughs> so it's a double whammy. It's not, you know, the market itself isn't doing well, and Tesla is not doing well either. So taking a look at the daily chart here, uh, we've got a situation where, of course, the S&P 500 is moving down, uh, but also Tesla is moving down, and what I'm seeing here, this is the black line that I'm that I'm that I'm looking at here. This is the 200-day moving average, and you notice it's starting to curve over and downward. That means then, fortunately, right now there is uh, disinvestment in Tesla. Some of the big positions are having to sell. Um, 
you know, I think Kathy Woods had to lighten up uh, her positions because she was so heavy on it, even though I think she likes it long term. But here's the thing that we have to be concerned about with Tesla. Some of the funds are starting to sell out now. Uh, we Back in March of 2022, we had 3874 funds in it. Currently, we have 3700 So the number of funds that are in Tesla are dropping. So not a good time to be it. Remember, we're trend traders, and we want to follow the trend. And right now, unfortunately, the trend for Tesla is for disinvestment. I hate to tell you that, but boy, I, I, I wish it wasn't that case. All right. NASDAQ green today, but red after hours. <laughs> I know. It's so hard to trade this market, uh, Jay. You're absolutely right. Uh, just, a, you know, it's, it's, it's so tough to trade this market. Let's kind of look at it. Uh, let's, let's look at the S&P 500 and then let's compare it. Uh, here is the S&P um, index. And as you can see, unfortunately... <laughs> Another down day, not not the greatest thing. Let's compare it to the small caps, uh, because the S and P is a much broader index. A lot of the tech is in is in the S and P five hundred, not you know not necessarily the the Nasdaq one hundred, but in the S and P five hundred. So let's take a look at this uh, re regarding the small cap stocks. So here's here I'm going to pull it up here. This is how. Uh, let's see if I can show you this all right let's see if i can show you this real quick and let's go to the next uh, and i should set these up beforehand i know it's sometimes i don't do that um here is the this is the um s p 500 and as you can see it's in a downward trend if we add uh the russell let's add the russell because that's the small cap uh, so that's going to be let's let's add the Russell to that kind of let's compare them in terms of uh, let's see if I can it's Russell it's z zero or there we go Russell two thousand index yeah here we go here's the Russell compared to the, the, the S&P 500. As you can see, the small caps are underperforming the S&P 500. So, so definitely, um, if you're in anything, you, you want to kind of stay out of the small caps because it has been underperforming the S&P. Now, if we look at the, at, at the TBT compared to that, this is the uh, bond fund. You can see this is way doing, way doing better than this. So basically, what I'm trying to say is that uh, right now, their market is selling off, and it's moving into bonds. It looks like that's kind of sort of where it's going, uh, and we could probably take advantage of some of that with the TBT. So it's just a it's just a mixed bag. I'm mostly in cash. I'm just looking for a place to <laughs> put it. Uh, thought it was moving up today. Well, it it was. The TBT was moving up, uh, but then, <laughs> but then. But then it uh, it didn't. So let's look at the daily chart on the TBT uh, today. And the, and, the, and the reason I like the TBT is this: the inverse, as interest rates go up, theoretically, theoretically now, uh, this one should go up. Now, it didn't today. We had this announcement. But I suspect tomorrow we're going to see a spike in this one. Why? Because I think that with this inflation, uh, we're going to have to, deal with it. And one of the ways they're going to deal with it, of course, is they're going to raise rates again, even though the economy 
even though this will will this will slow the economy, but it will put a little bit of a a little bit of a a break on inflation. So I do expect, at least in the near term future, for the TBT to move up. Now this is the daily chart. It moved down today, but if we go back here, let's see if we can. I want to go to like a 60 minute chart here, kind of show you what's been happening. Really hit its peak, um, you know, back here on the 15th. Uh, you know, we of, of last month, and remember everything's anticipatory. Then we've been moving down, and I do expect we're going to get a reversal. See this, see this buying coming in here. I don't know if you can see this. At the end of the day, there's a lot of buying, and I do think we're going to see a bounce on this because, because, the um, the rates are more than likely going up. So. <laughs> but I'm not in the TBT yet because I want to see a clear break to higher ground before I before I put any money in it. I mean, it's just, you know, right now I'm all as I say I've got McKesson and cash, and then and then a bunch of bear put spreads. So really nothing, very very little. I'm very very light in the market. Uh, I'm very very light in the market. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, the Fed is awesome sometimes. Uh, okay, let's do Google. This is a this is a question from. TikTok, uh, and of course we're broadcasting on TikTok. By the way, if you're listening on TikTok, you can see all these charts by going to the YouTube feed. Super easy to do. Just go to my profile, click on the link, and you'll see it. It's at www.youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So let's look at uh, let's look at Google. G O O G L, of course, is the symbol for that one. Uh, and this is Alphabet. They changed their name, of course, but this they still trade under the symbol Goog, G-O-O-G-L. And here is the chart for that one. And it is looking, well, it's uh, it's okay uh, if you like stuff that <laughs> is, is moving lower. Definitely not the time to buy this. Um, I'm not ready to short Google yet, but it doesn't look good to me. I mean... I mean, this trend just is not is not good. This is part of the reason why the Nasdaq is not doing that well because Google has been in this downward trend, and really, it's been this downward trend since about March. It did make its high back here, twenty one seventy five, and then it's moving lower now. Um, would I would I buy this thing right now? No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Um, I just don't think it's uh, it's it's ready to go. Let's go to the monthly, kind of get take a twenty thousand uh, foot view. Uh, this is a big this is a big deal because it has been trading above the 30 week line pretty much for for quite a while this is the this is the monthly chart here the 30 month the 30 month line this is the this is the furthest out going it's starting to I think get a little bit of support here at the 30 week line but who knows it's if you if you go back in time you can see where it's tested here here and it looks like it's testing again here so the question is if it can hold this, which you know I'm not totally sold that it can. If it can, then I think we can get into it. But if you notice, it came right up to here and then it's been pulled back and it's down after hours, and it's down. You know, it's about a half a percent, but it's still significant. So here's the thing: I just think you know you just can't <laughs> you can't trust uh, Google. You know, is just not the right thing to be in right now. Uh, question for: uh, Is it a good time to short? Tesla, you know, I I'm afraid to do that. <laughs> I I think you're you know your thinking is right on. Your thinking is right on, um, Sandeep. 
but I don't think we can short it here just because of the nature of Tesla. I, I, I just I don't like it uh, to to short it. Now here's why I probably won't be shorting Tesla. One of the things that you need to have happen. One one of the things to for a short is you want a stock that's that's double, tripled, and quadrupled. Tesla definitely uh, qualifies in that category, but you also want to start to short it where you start to see the 50-day line move below the 200-day line, and it does look like it's coming up to the to the to the 50-day um, line. So this this potentially is a good place to short it. I agree with you, but here's the thing with Tesla. I just I'm just afraid that we're going to get a super duper big bounce here right at 620. And the reason I do is because and Jim, why does why is that the case? Well, because there is a pivot at 900 and look at all that overhead supply. So I just think I just I just don't think it's a good short. I just don't think it's a good short. I think we could get really killed. So my my take on Tesla right now is, you know, I'm not going to go long or short on Tesla, uh, you know. So I'm not going long or short <laughs> on Tesla. And and I just I just want to see more of a trend. I I just, I just want to see more of a trend here. I just I'm just not willing to risk it because I think it, it absolutely could reverse and move higher. And if you shorted it, you would really you'd really be kicking yourself. So I, I I'm not I'm not uh, willing to go long or short on Tesla right here. Just not the greatest. Thanks, Lisa, for the question on the spider and the QQQ. Let's look at both of them. Uh, first of all, let's take a look at the spider. Of course, this is the S&P 500 ETF. This covers the S&P 500 in an ETF form. And uh, let's click on over to that one. Yeah, see, uh, and we, we've been in a downward trend on it, obviously. We did, we more, we went down more today. I do think that, you know, eventually we're going to get down to 320. I know I've been saying this for a while. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being too, you know, pessimistic here. Uh, there is a, there is some support. There should be support at about 380. I'm sorry, at three, th at 360. Uh, but I do believe it's going to pull lower than 360. I think it's going to pull all the way down to about 320. Um, also, let's look at the Qs. The Qs obviously um, is is really in a worse shape because it has so much of that big tech exposure. Uh, and that's of course down today as well. So let's look at the let's compare them the, the let's let's compare the uh, there we go. Okay, pulling this out. This is the uh, Qs, and let's see if we can put in the the essence the spider and kind of get a look and see kind of what the divergence is here. The Qs obviously underperforming the spider, so that's not a surprise because of course. They were the ones that ran up the most. Um, you know, uh, the the um, um, the cues were the the ones that ran up the 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 most, and now they're taking it most on the chin. But almost a very very similar pattern on both of these. Uh, but comparing them, of course, the spider has outperformed, if you can call it that, the cues. Not a not a good look. Uh, not not a good not a good look. Now, if you were to go to 
some individual stocks in the medical area, I'm talking about like McKesson, MCK. Let's take a look at sort of how that has, has performed against these two indexes. It's not really fair because this is a uh, single stock and these are both indexes, but this is one of the reasons why I'm in McKesson right now. As you can see, it does have a little bit better profile than either of the, um, the two areas. The, the areas that are getting the love right now, medical definitely is getting the love, and some of the consumer staples. Even, even energy is off. Um, and a matter of fact, let's, we can chart that. Uh, this is the XLE. This is the Energy Select Spider. As you can see, we were doing great on energy up until about June, the first week in June, and then boom, look at that. It just fell off the face of the earth. So right now there's a shift going on from, um, you know, the general indexes are both obviously down. The spider's down about 10% because that says 90 there. And the, the Q's down 20%. Wow, since the first of the year, not a good look. Um, medical is looking better than just about anything right now. The, the leadership is starting to shift from the energy sector, the energy sector basically was the number one sector up until June, and now we're moving into medical. So medical is probably looking a little bit better. I'm not saying all medical. Um, <laughs> it's really a mixed bag, but um, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's looking somewhat better. Let's look at the, uh, let's compare against uh, the XLP. I think that's, I think this is consumer. Let me see if that's right. XLP. Let's look at that. XLP. This is the uh, consumer. So this isn't doing, you know, this is also, but pretty much similar to the spider and the, the, the QQQ. So XLP doesn't really give us any help there either. <laughs> so just not great. So I'm looking right now in the medical area. That's where I'm looking for potential targets. And it's not easy because there's not really that many great ones in there either so that's why i'm so much in cash yeah just bad news tslq is launching tomorrow that's the short tesla etf interesting i didn't know this this is news to me thank you for that uh, lisa um you know this is a way you can short uh, tesla in uh, your retirement account so that might be a good thing i would be very careful about buying this one tesla can be really a hard hard task factor so I would wait until there is a clear uh, trend. Right now, the, the trend on Tesla is moving lower, but there's it could get supported about 620. So I'd be really super duper careful on on that one. So watch this one. Never buy you know try never to buy anything when it comes out of the gate. It's a good idea to wait you know and see uh, how it trades. So be very careful on that one. I just think. KR uh, looks like every stock is beaten down. Pretty much every you're 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 right. I mean, you're right. We we have you know it is it's the king of the beatdowns uh, here. It's just it's uh, it, it's amazing how how all these stocks just you know there's just really isn't hardly any um, you know there, there's just there's just hardly any um, uh, safety uh, from you know from the beatdowns, but. Uh, one of the areas that uh, that you know that seems to be working is medical. Let's go to the to the uh, to the list here. See if I can get the industry groups up here in a second. There we go. All right. So let's see rank. And we're gonna and we're gonna kind of look at the, the the coal is still the number one rank, 
but the, the the socks that are coming up are in the medical area, which not my particularly favorite area, believe me. I, I'm really not a, a fan, but that's what this that's what this is saying right now. So if we look at it, uh, energy's number one. This is, by the way, the most increase since the first of the year. So, so not saying that these necessarily are are producing the best results right now, but uh, they are. You know, if you look down the list, medical wholesale uh, supply. This is where this is one that has really come up, and this is uh, this is this is where I'm tr- looking right now for potential. Uh, candidates, and that's in the medical, wholesale, and drug supply, and that's why McKesson, you can see top stocks in the group, McKesson's number one, and then Amerisource Bergen, this one also potentially good, and Cardinal Health, so, not, I mean, this is so unexciting, <coughs> but uh, it is something you can look at, so let's look at American Source Bergen, symbol A, B, uh, C, A, B, C, that's interesting. Uh, this one um, potentially could be a buy off of the 200-day moving average again. But look at this chart. It's it's really not that great. Um, you know, we have this downward trend. So, you know, here's Amerisaurus Bergen. It's number two in the best, in the best perform, one of the best performing sectors. And it's got a downward trend. So, you know, there's just not a lot of, there's just not a lot of there there. It's just, it's just amazing how it's, it's difficult to, to buy anything in this in this in this area so let's go see if we can find something let's look at the top stocks here um (laughs) uh, let's look at this one let's see how this is performing just yeah yeah this one might be yeah this is extended look at that and it's a seven dollar stock so really can't buy this one but it's looking good it's just yeah, just not viable. <laughs> just not viable. Look at that relative strength line, though. It's really, really strong. But I wouldn't buy this one. So that's kind of why I'm stuck with, um, you know, with uh, McKesson. That's that's why I'm stuck with them. Not the great. All right. Uh, oh, um, Jim, how's your best? Okay, uh, doing. Okay, let's take a look on the barefoot spreads. Uh, and that. Thank you for thank you for reminding me. I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch over. And uh, we're going to kind of take a look at all of them here really quickly. Thanks for thanks for uh, reminding me to show that. Okay, so here we go. So let's share that screen. Okay, and there we go. Okay, so here are the barefoot spreads, and let's take the one in the Lululemon. Uh, I you know I thought I was going to do better on this one. Again, this is sort of <laughs> this has sort of been the tale of two cities. I'm telling you, you know, I think I'm going to do well. I think that you know Lulu is going to take a dive, and you know, it, this is why it's so hard to short. I'm telling you, it's just it's so hard to short. Um, this one is getting better uh, right now. This is Lululemon. Um, the short on this one is a it's a it's a two seventy two sixty uh, bear put spread. I have till September to make it work. Currently, we're down 117 bucks on this one. Our initial debit, our initial cash outlay, uh, $485. So hopefully, as you can see, that if we get further down the road, hopefully, uh, we will. Oops! If we get if we get further down if we get further down the road, we should see this one 
trade better. So let's look at the table to see if it is going to make sense. There we go. So what I'm right now, the dotted line is where it's at. It's about 281. If this thing falls, then we're going to start to make some money. But and we have some time for this one. We have we have some time for this one. But I'm still underwater on this one, which uh, yeah, not the greatest. <laughs> So let's look at uh, my uh, bear put spread on Snowflake. I thought I was definitely going to be able to do better on this on this one. Um, you know, we're down a little. We're down seventy four bucks on this one. Um, Snowflake has been falling, and we do have a little bit of time on this one as well. September fifteenth is the time frame for this one, uh, and it does look like you know if we drop, yeah, we have to drop about uh, ten dollars a share, which I think is doable on this one until we get into the green um you know so that one again is underwater we put out 420 bucks on this one and we're down about 74 bucks all right let's look at american express to get some good news we're up on the american express <laughs> on the american express bear put dread spread that's getting better and better uh as american express is deflating and american express has been deflating <laughs> So we are we are moving up uh, we're moving up to the right we're getting on the right side of this taking a look at the uh, at the at the chart here we're starting to get into the into that red that nice red zone and that's get that's sort of where we're starting to make some money so as this thing falls hopefully we're going to move into uh, some more of the uh, the good stuff there and let's look at Starbucks this is another one that <laughs> I think I you know you would think. That I would that this would be doing worse than it is, but I guess some people are buying Starbucks. We're down on this one too, uh, and this one we rolled out, so we have a little bit more invested in this one. About three hundred twenty-two dollars, not a lot. Uh, so we're down about one hundred and ninety-two dollars. Let's see. Last one uh, is the Bill.com. Let's look at that. And this one, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm down on this one too. Put out $540, did do a roll on it, and we're down about $253. So this one has to fall basically another about 15 bucks share before we get on the right side of this uh, on the right side of this one. So that's kind of how I'm doing. I haven't closed any of these out. I do think we're going to get a downward leg here. If we do, of course, that these will work. The American Express is working right now. And I think if if what happens and what I think is going to happen with the market we're going to get another leg down and if we do then these will start to come into the green i'm hoping <laughs> you do do exactly opposite of jim cramer very good point by the way jim cramer i believe is a tout not you know nothing wrong with him he gets paid millions of dollars he's very rich and he has a nice home in new jersey uh and i don't <laughs> but he uh, he's telling people to buy he, it's, he's a buy in the dip guy don't buy in the dip. Please don't do this. This is a great way to kill your portfolio. Here's the thing. We're trend traders here. Uh, we always want to cut our losses short. We want to let our profits run. So if you are down more than 7%, I know this is very, very painful. Believe me, I lost a ton of money before I learned this rule. But never let the stock move against you more than about 7% uh, from your buy price. So if, you're buy, if you bought a stock and it moves down... 7%. Just put it in a stop loss. You'll sleep better at night. I mean, you, you might get up and you go, oh my God, I got I got stopped out. But you know what? You don't want to be a what they call long-term investor. 
And the long-term investor buys a stock and then it goes down and then it's like, well, it'll come back. I'm a long-term investor. Don't be a long-term investor. Um, you know, you don't unless you have an insurance company like Warren Buffett, you don't want to be a long-term investor. So any stock that goes down on more than about 7%, cut your losses short. You can always buy it back later. Just it's it's more important to protect your capital right now than anything anything else. All right. Uh, if you look closely at the jobs report, there were four million. Yeah, <laughs> so four million ad jobs were a majority of people uh, of moving jobs. Exactly. <laughs> well, see, that's the, you cannot trust. And I, I know I know this is bad, but you cannot trust the government because the government primary duty is not to tell the truth. It's for the bureaucrats and the and the elected officials to stay in power. So they're going to do everything they possibly can to um, basically fudge the numbers. And that's in, that's a sort of what we've got with the jobs report. I think we are facing, unfortunately, and I don't like saying this, but I think we're we're facing a very large uh, unemployment. And I think it's going to be bad. And you know, uh, that's part of the reason we've got we've got stagflation. Um, and I li I've actually lived through this myself, and it, it really stinks. Um, it's harder to get a job. The uh, the prices go up, and um, you know, and everyone gets poor because inflation affects pretty much everyone, and it's really, really, really sucky. But yeah, you know, what can you do? All right, all right. AMT thoughts, especially long term. Well, the thing about long term, at least for me. <laughs> <laughs> is that, uh, and this is what uh, John Maynard Keynes said exactly, um, in the long term we're all dead. So I'm essentially a short-term trader, and the reason is is because, you know, I can't, I can, I can, I can uh, barely predict the future a few months out, and if, and if it goes a little bit longer than that, I have a situation where I can't do it. So... My long-term perfection, my long-term projections uh, are they. I wish they could be better than they are, but uh, they're not necessarily that great. So let's take a look at um, AMT. There we go. And let's see, for AMT Long Term, this is American Tower. This is actually a good REIT, by the way. Uh, I really like this one. There's another one called Crown Castle that is similar to this one. And uh, I do like this long term. Unfortunately, I don't like the action that it is in, in right now. It's in a downward trend. Uh, and and it, it, is, it, is in a downward, it is in a downward trend. I don't like to buy stocks in, when they're in a downward trend. Now, I'll hold them sometimes when they're a downward trend, but um, uh, sometimes it, it's not a good idea to do it. So uh, let's look at kind of what's the situation. Let's kind of make this easier, and let's look at uh, Crown Castle. Okay, uh, let's look at Crown Castle. And this is the chart of Crown Castle, and let's let's run it against. I think uh, I, I think American Tower against Crown Castle. I think it's CCL. I think that's it. If I'm not mistaken. No, that's Carnival. <laughs> Sorry, that's not that's not right. Uh, I'm just trying to think of another good read. Equity lifestyle. Let's look ESL. Uh, no, 
equity. All right, let's look at AMT. Um, okay, disregard. Let's see if I can get rid of Carnival Cruise Lines. Just disregard Carnival Cruise Lines. But these are two of the better, uh, um, two of the better um, uh, REITs out there um, that are kind of unusual. AMT, of course, is in the is in the tower business. ELS is in the mobile home park business. Believe it or not, and that is also a top performing one. And let's also look at, I'm trying to think of another one that is interesting, Out. This is a billboard REIT. It's called Out Front. And uh, I just want to kind of look at it. Okay, so that's underperforming. So, yeah, you know, AMT is looking good. If, if you're looking for a REIT, it's, it's, got, it's got a good look. Uh, it's, it's got a look, good look. Yeah, don't, don't look at Carnival. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's, that's wrong. Out Front, this is also a REIT that has billboards. AMT, I think this actually, you know, if you're not down seven percent on this one, I would, I would hold it. So here's the, here's the, uh, you know, here's, here's kind of the, um, here, here's kind of what, here's kind of my thinking on, on uh, uh, American Tower. Um, I think that uh, you, it's a, it's a good one. Uh, now it depends on where you bought it. This is always the question. It depends on how long ago you bought it. Because if you bought it a while ago, and you've moved up here from like three, two thirty-two all the way up here, then you definitely have a hold here. But if you just bought it like a few minutes ago, I would be careful here if you're down more than seven percent. So that's really the rule. It depends on when you buy it. it you know, it's always the answer is long term. It depends. Um, the, it's the question is when, when, when you bought it. Now it did show along with everything else in the market, did show weakness starting in about January. So that so that's pretty much when everything else got, really the, the weakness started from about November to January. That's when the weakness started. It did rally to the 50-day to the line. It's come back down. It's rallied to the 200-day to the line again, come back and rally to the 200-day line. I don't like that action, to be honest with you. I don't like that action. If you're down more than 7%, I would sell it. Uh, and then wait for an upturn. Um, the The relative strength line is not bad; it's moving in the upward direction, whereas the S and P is moving down. So that's a good sign. So it depends on where you bought it. But if you've bought it and you're less than seven percent down, I'd hold. Uh, but if you're down more than seven percent, I would sell this one. I would absolutely sell it. Just the way it goes. All right. Um, not sure if you missed. Uh, I'm too late. Can you look at Apple? I haven't done Apple yet. Let's take a look at Apple. Uh, 46 minutes. Okay, so I'm, I'm getting to the end. I'm afraid AAPL is the symbol for Apple. All right, Apple. And Apple is one of is is one of the largest stocks. Obviously, <laughs> I'm Captain Obvious today. Um, in the Nasdaq. So, as the Nasdaq goes, if Apple is having a bad day, the Nasdaq is having a bad day. Um. Apple is in a downward trend. I mean, that's just a fact. The relative strength line, it's starting to move up, but basically the relative strength line on Apple has essentially been flat since December. So six months, it's pretty much been flat. This is not something that you want to probably um, to do. Now, it may move above the 50-day line, but I'm I'm guessing not. The, the relative strength line is not bad, 80, 69 pretty good here, but I would not be a buyer of Apple. Um, I just wouldn't be a buyer of Apple right here. I, I wouldn't be a buyer of Apple. Now, 
People will say, well, yeah, I can buy it on the reversal. And maybe you can, but we are in a downward trending market. I just think you got to be careful. And um, yeah, you just got to be careful in this market. So I would not be a buyer of Apple here. There's not a whole lot to buy. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I've been looking high and low and seeing which sections of the market are doing the best. Right now, medical drug distributors are the best, and that's basically McKesson. So not a whole lot of stuff to buy. Just very, very, um, very, very um, um, hard market. <laughs> that's all I can say. Um, we may have to go with you know some things like the TBT in order to, to, to counter it, but I'm not in that yet. All right, so WMT, this is the last one. Thank you so much, Charles, for watching. WMT is Walmart, and this is really the bellwether of all bellwethers. I think that Walmart has the largest sales of any company in the world. I'm, I'm pretty sure of this. Uh, it is obviously a behemoth. That's why as Walmart goes, so goes the rest of the market. Now, Walmart is starting to rally a little bit. We do have a, we do have a relative strength line that is moving up uh, against the S&P 500. That's looking okay. But there is, I want to show you, if you're interested in retail, and I do think that discount retail is one of the few safe harbors out there, Let's take a look at Ollie's Bargain Outlet compared to, um, you know, com com compared to Walmart, and I think that's a, I think that's an important, um, I think that's a, an important thing to look at in terms of Walmart versus Ollie's. Okay, very interesting. So this is this is uh, this is why I always like to look at the charts because, believe me, um, you know, if you just do it by far, if you see your pants, you usually lose because I would have thought. Ollie's Bargain Outlet would have outperformed Walmart, but that is not the case. So if we if we look at Walmart versus Ollie's Bargain Outlet, this is kind of two sides of the coin. Uh, Walmart has outperformed, uh, outperformed since the beginning of the year, has against Ollie's Bargain Outlet. Now Ollie's Bargain Outlet had been making this this move, this this fantastic move up of the bottom. Obviously. That's when you want to buy something is when it's making its turn. But it is since turned down, whereas Walmart is essentially flat. So what does this tell me? Not a whole lot, I can tell you that. But what this sort of says to me is that they're both bad <laughs> and to save your money. Don't risk your money because this just is not a good market. <laughs> it just isn't. All right. Let's do save. I think this is save mark. This is probably the last one. Let's let's. I'm going to put save in there. Just kind of like look at the. This is a retailer, I believe. Uh, S A V E. I'm going to put that on the chart. Yep, there we go. All right. This is uh, this is no oh, Spirit Airlines. Okay, Spirit Airlines is doing better than. I thought that was a different company, so I apologize. So that looks like hmm, that's interesting. So Spirit Airlines, Spirit Airlines, of course, is uh, going to be uh, getting. Uh, acquired, well, that's uh, you know, that's sort of the um, you know that's that's sort of uh, where uh, you know that that that's sort that's sort of where, that's sort of where it's going uh, is that it may get acquired. So let's put up the chart of save. This will be the last one for today. S A V E. And yeah, okay. So it moved above the 200-day line. That's interesting. Very very interesting. Let's put that chart up there.
All right. So this is this is uh, this is the airline Spirit Airlines, of course. Uh, great, by the way, great deals to the Dominican Republic. I've I've actually used them. We have an upward trending um, relative strength line, so that's good. So so th so that's very very positive, um, and it's trading above the ten day line. That's very positive. Uh, the forty day line has not still come above the two hundred day line, but in general, that's actually looking fairly good. That's like see looking fairly good. So uh, very very interesting. Can we buy this thing? Well, let's take a look. I don't think we can buy this yet, unfortunately, just because uh, it's sixty seven. Okay, so that's the minimum for my uh on my checklist would be 67 so it does make the minimum there which is very good uh let's see if we have um okay we're basically 14 14 below the pivot wow that is a long way the the pivot is basically at 2768 uh and that is a ways up so the question is has it reversed and is it going higher it looks like a double bottom pattern which you know that is a strong pattern typically huh so yeah i mean i mean you might be able to nibble at this one i would have initially i would have said no <laughs> but look at that relative strength line that's a good that's a good relative strength line this is a double bottom pattern very nice pattern um and it's above the 200 day line you know what this this actually might be actionable that would be incredible if that was the case um, because I'm so down on everything else. Um, it's, it's terrible in terms of the end. It's 166 out of 197. So it's in the bottom third, it's in the bottom third of all stocks, but it's starting to look good. Here's the thing you, you might, I, you know, I, I think it's too early. Well, you could take a nibble here. I take a quarter position. I would just basically, uh, uh, very very small position so you could possibly go in with a quarter position but i wouldn't go in with any more than that it just uh <laughs> it just it just it's just not there all right let's take a look and see if dollar let's compare dollar tree and walmart that's a good comparison by the way so i'm going to go over here to dollar tree dltr and about two months ago i'd actually made some money on dollar tree which is amazing um, because this has not been the greatest few months for me. All right, so let's look at Dollar Tree. This is Dollar Tree's chart, and let's compare it to Walmart. Let's see which one's the best. Well, you're definitely right. You're definitely right. Uh, yes, you are. Wal uh, Dollar Tree is far better than Walmart based on this comparison. So, you know, Dollar Tree's up here. So you are absolutely right. Dollar Tree versus Walmart. So the discounters are the way to go. Let's put in Ollie's just because I like Ollie's. And that's O-L-L-I is the symbol for that one. And let's see if Ollie's comes in. Did it, did it, uh, I think it's in here, but I think you, I don't know if you can see it. Uh, it should have been added. <laughs> let's try it again. O-L-L-I. There's our always bargain out one. And it should update that chart, and it's not. But I can almost guarantee you that it is doing pretty well. So thank you, everybody, for taking a look at the show today. I'm sorry I don't have any better. Um, <laughs> I don't. Not a bad idea. Puts on say, I think you're probably right on that. 
Um, by the way, Damon, I, th- I think I think yeah, you might you might. That's not a bad idea. I think it's probably going to go down. Um, Everybody, I'll be back tomorrow at 5. Thanks so much for watching. I so appreciate it. Just want to ask you a favor, if you could. Uh, it's if, if I can get, um, you know, if, if, I, if, if I can get uh, some, if, if I could get you to possibly um, go, uh, go in here and give me a like, because that really helps a lot. That really, that really helps a lot. So hit that like button, please. We really need that. Uh, and also, if you're watching on TikTok, um, please like it as well. But also go over to the uh, YouTube channel and please subscribe. That would really, really help. I know that everybody's So I'll be back tomorrow at uh, I'll be back, I'll be back tomorrow at 5. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And if you're not already a member of the Super easy to get that. It's free at www.dallastrading.com. And uh, so, everybody, I will be back uh, tomorrow at 5. Happy trading. And uh, just, you know, right now, it's a tough market to trade. Be very, very careful. Try to stay as much in cash as you can. There will be opportunities coming. You just have to be patient. It's just about patience.